Good morning, good morning. What comes to my heart this morning is God say, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. When he said that, it did not mean the first through the sixth day to not keep it holy. God rested on the seventh day, seized from all the works of creating. And the seventh day he rested to look at all that he have created, everything that he spoke and saw come to pass. Every vision come to pass. Concerning everything you see today. All of that he created in six days. It doesn't say how long it took him to do it. God, he could have did it in a matter of seconds. He could have did it in a matter of hours. But what matters is, is that he did. Remembering that seventh day that he took a rest from creating. And took the time just to think and meditate on what's about to take place because of what I created. And we and here we are, generation down from generation, and God is still creating. Everything good that you see here on earth, it's already in the kingdom. So between the first and the sixth day, what you see here that's good has already been there. That is very powerful. Because a lot of times we're thinking that we are inventing things. We are the creator of things. When we get a thought to do something and make something that no one has ever saw before. That can cause such value to being here. Not knowing that that vision came in your heart to come into play from God. From heaven to earth. Take no credit for any thought that you do something good. But you must remember that every good work come from the Lord. Every good work come from God. Just be grateful enough. Be thankful enough. Be glad enough that he choose you to do it. Because like I say, he do not need us. Just because he pursued us does not mean he need us. A lot of us play with God's emotions because he, we know that he so love us. And we say things like, wait on God, hold on God, wait a second. I'm not ready to come yet. Because I, because I, because I want to do this first. Stop doing this first. 
giving God all the excuses that don't make sense to such. Because between the first and the sixth day, he had you in mind. And I'm going to tell you something, even before the first through the sixth day, you were in mind. All God wants to do to every single one of us is have a personal relationship. To have a personal encounter. Just so we can release into your life as to why you are here. Which is satisfaction guaranteed. But without him, you will not be satisfied. I will not want to praise God as I want to praise God. I cannot live a life of tradition. I have to go to God on my own and say, Father, how do you want me to serve you? Father, how do you want me to do anything for your name's sake and not my own comprehension? Because nine times out of ten, we're comprehending our own way and it's always wrong. God, don't think like we think. And most of the time, we think like mere men. Because we were in the world and of the world. Allowing the world to tell us what to eat, how to eat, how to dress, how to dance, how to do this, how to do that. How to love, where love will even come from the world. Teaching you how to lust. Teaching us how to lust. Every relationship without God is lust. I don't care how long you've been in it. I don't care how long you've been married to it. Whether you know it or not, you are a bride. You are a groom. Now who you marry, father is father of the truth or father of many lies. You are married. And you can see the difference. Even when I was doing things of the world, I can still see the difference. Around those, amongst those who have a relationship with God, which I also had. But how silly does that look and how foolish does that sound to have a relationship with God but still don't follow. So I'm talking to you, but I'm not trusting you with my life. How does that look and how does that sound? I praise you. I put on the hymns, which I so what believe. It motivates me on Sunday, but Monday through Saturday, I just don't know what to do. Hallelujah. Come to God regarding anything. No matter how embarrassing you may think it is. The embarrassing part about it in reality, which it really is, is that you don't want to confront God with something he already knows is taking place on the inside of you. We think we can hide things from God. Everything is exposed. Everything is exposed. Hearing from God should not be something that's challenging to do. But a lot of times we are confused on God's voice because we're talking while he's trying to talk. And he's not going to over talk you. So the good thoughts that come to your mind, you're thinking they're of God. But the whole time they're not good thoughts. They're good thoughts to you. Good thoughts to your flesh, but not of your spirit. So you begin to do what your, your flesh says. Your flesh say you want this. Your flesh say don't do that. 
But what does God say? What does God say? I saw God in a way yesterday I never saw before. Jesus come in my room. After walking around in my place. And he just. Doing what he do. Honestly because I don't even know. Most of the things. Because this is a whole new level to me. And I'm not amongst those to try to make up stuff. I don't have to know everything. But I do know this. I am here. Father, I am here. Christ, I am here. Holy Spirit, I am here. You have all of me. You don't have some of me. You don't have majority of me. You don't have me Monday through Tuesday. You don't have me Wednesday through Sunday. You have me all the day long. You have my mouth. You have my heart. You have my eyes. You have every part of me. I don't want nothing of myself. And I'm not just saying it. It's a lifestyle. You can see the glory on my life. You can see the fire on my life. You can see his presence on my life. Because I'm open for it. And that's available for everyone. It's available for us all. When he rested, Father, when you rested on that seventh day, it was holy because what was taking place? Praise, worship, setting off a sound. You created everything good with a sound. And you can hear us all day long. You're with us all day long. You can see us all day long praising and worshiping you. How glorious is that? Hallelujah. I want you to begin. Even the more, which you already are, but even more, search God. I want you to search God like you never before. Because I'm going to show you what I'm, I'm going to can't show you right now. But let me tell you what I'm seeing in my vision. I'm in God's belly right now. My hands are grabbing into the belly of God. And I'm pulling out all these gems and jewels. Pulling out all these pearls, diamonds, emeralds, everything. My treasure is in the belly of God. In God's thoughts, God's emotions concerning me. The core of the core, which has no end. And I'm just steady reaching and grabbing. And it's like, it's the more I grab, the more I get. And you know, sometimes when you get enough and there's no more, and you say, okay, I'll take what I got. There's not, that's not the case with God. <laughs> you just keep on reaching. And the more you reach, the more it comes out. It's no end to the treasure. God is showing me my treasure. 
Where your treasure is, your heart will be also. So my heart is in God. My heart is deep within God and it has no end. Sometimes when we spend time with God and God's presence hit us so heavy, we just begin to cry and give thanks. But let me tell you another thing. Because you have Holy Spirit and evidence of speaking of unknown tongues, does not mean that we all don't what we're supposed to do. Some of us thinking, oh, I can speak in tongues. I'm where I'm supposed to be. No, it's a free gift unto you. Not by what you do, but by you just simply asking for it. Because of what Christ has done. Because I don't been to many places. I can feel the presence of God, but I don't see him on the inside of people. That's there. And I said, God, why, how are you even here when I feel so much hatred and, and jealousy in the room? This person want to outshine that person. That person mad because they got a title and they want a title. And God says, not by what they've done. If they ask for it. If you ask for it, you got it. It's not by your works alone that you have anything. And once we settle that... I lift up those kidneys right now. I command them to function as they ought to function in Jesus' name. Both of them. In fact, I release from heaven new kidneys in Jesus' name. Receive them, whoever you are. And God began, I lift up their heart right now. They receive the healing. Healing take place. Your heart is a drum. I see your heart as a drum And your heart has a sound You pray all the time You seek God on your knees all the time You regret some things that you have done Because the things that you have done Many are walking the way they shouldn't go Because how they were taught by you Doing your best way of doing things But you see now that was not the way And guess what? It's alright because God sees your heart And your heart sounds off a sound That all heaven can hear But what I want you to do this morning Is make it right Make it right Make it right Because out of your body You went to his presence And you don't want that to be confronted When you had the opportunity to change it Like right now So change it now Hallelujah Not going to hold you too long today. But I do want you to know that greater is our God. I want you to take your attention off of the hands of the enemy, the plans of the enemy, the attacks of the enemy, the obstacles, the storms, the mountains. Take your focus off of that. I want your focus, your full focus to be. How great our God is. How high our God is. And no one is before him. He is God alone. Regarding everything. Everyone. You think God don't see those attacks against you? But you have the power within you. You're not using your power. You're not triumphant in the situation. 
Because you're not exercising your authority. And you're not exercising your authority because you're not using your faith. And you're not using your faith because you don't trust God. Now you have to open your heart and begin your relationship with Father as to why you don't trust Him. And most of us don't trust God because we can't physically see Him. We think it'd be so much easier if you walk up to us and tell us everything we should do. But how glorious is it when you believe in a man you do not naturally see, but know he do exist? How glorious is it to have faith? How glorious is it? Jesus. I thought I was going to get away this morning without a bing. Hallelujah. Taking the gospel everywhere I go. God saying all these, He gives me all these plants. I mean, I'm gonna say planets. <laughs> Good Lord, we ain't doing no astronomy type of thing, okay? I ain't walking around with that kind of anointing. You hear me? <laughs> Hallelujah. But so He showed me all kinds of countries and continents. Show me places that I'm like Jesus. Let me tell you how glorious it is. Every country that you go to, English is speaking there. And I thank God for that. English is speaking. English is spoken, excuse me, all around the world. But as I go and travel around the world, I try to learn some of the language so they can feel like I care. I love to be, I love to join in and fellowship with you during your culture. I know how to adapt in a situation. And I thank God for that because I know how to abase, I know how to abound. I know what it's like to have, I know what it's like to not have. See, I had God but didn't have materials. Now I have materials because God is in my life. When you have Him first, trust me, you get the teachings to become who you are. To be exposed to who you are. To walk in your identity. And as you're walking, everything comes home with it. Sometimes we want the, the materials first. Father, I want to make sure I'm, I'm called the pastor. So I want to make sure I get this degree in, in this loan so I can get this church up and going. That's not even how God had it set up for you to have. And that's probably why it's not prospering. Because you want to do it your way. His way is so much glorious and so much relaxing, so ease, so much ease, because you don't have to do no work. All you have to do is believe. Hallelujah. So what do you believe in God to do in your life? What do you want from God? What do you want him to do? Because he see it. He hears your heart. God, I'm, I can imagine what that looked like, what that sounds like, to hear every heart all the time. My God. My God. He showed me his glory. And it's like liquid gold. And it's just radiating all across the earth. Like an ocean wave. 
just keep going across the whole entire planet on a radar. You don't have to be afraid to do anything of God. Because whatever he actually do, he already prepared you for. So I thank you so much for your time this morning. I want you to go deeper in God today. I mean deeper. It don't matter how long you've been walking with God. There's always more to God. And I want you to reach and grab for more. Because I didn't even know that my treasure is in in God. It's like in his belly. His belly is slit open and I'm just grabbing all kinds of treasures. Because I used to have the thought. I used to have the thought when I was hesitant in my walk with God. And I mean giving him a complete yes. But he's so patient. Just because you call on him, whether you say a complete yes or not, he's still there. He still cares. Even when you're not walking or call, he's there. But I said, God, I should think like this all the time. What, what would my life be like, Father, if I had everything that I want right now, far as financial status? The house, the, the money, the vehicles. When I mean vehicles, I mean forms of transportation. Your own train, your own plane, your own bus, car, whatever. Having so much money. Because I used to look at people in the earth. Those who don't have a relationship with God out here. Releasing lust into the world, doing things of the world, and have so much money and material gain, but no success. But I'm gonna tell you this I thought that was success. I said, God, look at me. I know who you are. I'm walking with you. And they're not. Look at all the things that they have. I don't. And God said, Yeah, he had to check me. You didn't ask for that first. You don't even want those things. You want the hidden things. I know you. I created you. You want wisdom. And you want to be rich in that. You want to be rich in mercy. You want to be rich in love. You want to overflow. In prosperity. In the area of the supernatural things. That's what you want. That's your desire. And I say you're right. Now that you have that, here comes the materials of this world. Jesus. God is blowing my socks off. I don't even have no socks on no more. They gone. And God just went. He keeps showing me him in his white tux. He's wearing his tux for an occasion. But the occasion is not yet here. But he's just showing me how excited he is that he's already dressed. Jesus. <laughs> Father, you are something else. And I love you. I love your hat too. You're so beautiful, handsome, hallelujah, and strong, mighty, powerful. We love you, Father. Enjoy the glory. Enjoy the glory. Enjoy the glory. Enjoy the glory. Because I remember on the seventh day, you rested. And we remember to keep it holy. As goes for the first to the sixth day. Hallelujah. Thank you for deciding to create. 
When you begin to think about the things that God has done. Five marriages and relationships creating you and to be a man's helpmate. That's a beautiful creation. I'm trying to tell you. And everything that comes along with it. I was like, God, you hooked us up. You hooked us up. Just by giving us eyes, by giving us senses, we can see, hear, smell, and taste, feel. Thank you, Lord, for feeling. Thank you, Lord, for sights. He see. I went so far with that without you even knowing how far I went with that, but God knows. Hallelujah. I just thank God. He hooked us up. I thank God for that. We love you, Father. But I was like, I wanted the material, I mean, not one of the material things, but I saw that lifestyle. And I said, God, I don't even want much. I just want more from this. I just want to get from out of this place. Because I am worth happiness. I am worth the things that I want. I'm worth what I want. There's a man out there who loved me like you love me. I said, excuse me. I said, God, I'm not going <clears> to... <throat> excuse me, sorry. I'm not going to sit there and just take whatever comes along out of desperation. No. I want what you want for me. How glorious is that? And then think about it. When God connect you with the person he has for you, you are always together. Spiritually. Always together. But physically, we're in different places. Until he joined you back as one again. Because you were joint in the beginning. Before the foundation of the world, you were joint. And, but he carved your hearts. Because he had to separate you for a time. And then when he bring you back together, my God, my God. And you can tell the difference between God's connection and your own earthly connection. So compatible. That is the other half of you. But as the opposite gender. That's amazing. That is amazing. You are not worth being talked at, talked down upon, disrespected, hit on. You're not worth any of that. You're worth more than that. Stop settling. Because I know I had in the past. Because the people not going to come to you how they really are. And you see what happens when you don't allow God to tell you or show you. Or you don't even have patience to wait. We make mistakes like that. And then here come God. When you say forgive me. He turned around for your favor. Even though you should have done that. But it still worked out for your good. Even though you shouldn't have done that. Hallelujah. We have kids out here who wasn't meant to be by the person you had a child by. Making commitments that you weren't supposed to make commitments to. Because a person don't come to you how they really are when you meet them. Because they knew and they know if you do, you will walk the other way. So they gradually sink you in. 
Do you notice what's going on? This is not who they was at first. Because the truth will come out. One way or another. And I had to forgive myself. I was I didn't I didn't even know how, how much I was current around in my heart, how much anger I was at myself for allowing myself to get married to someone who don't belong to me. That's big to me. I don't know about you. And I was like, Jesus, I thank God it's over now. It's over now. It's over now. Putting up with things you don't have to. What does that look like? Being created to do something. And here you are trying to connect yourself to someone that you shouldn't connect to. That's not even created for to be connected to. You're not carved for me. Everyone has a carving. And God showed me my carving. My heart is carved. And my other half. The man God has for me is carved the exact same way. And when you go out here trying to connect with other people, that's not your carving. Not carved for you. Confusion comes. And then as you be confused, I mean confused, frustration comes. And as you frustrated, anger comes. Then you can't get along. But you're putting up with each other but not getting along. Now that I took that responsibility and I said, God, I messed up. Forgive me. I'm sorry. Can you make it right? Can you help me? And God began to show me all kinds of things. God showed me. The other part, the other half of me. And when God began to show me our friendship that we always had before we were even here. That he created in us. The connection. I began to cry. I said, I needed you. When I was out there, I needed you. And then God showed me his side of things. The other half. He was saying the same things I was saying. I needed you. While you were out there. While I was in the house. In the body. I needed you. I needed your intercessor. I needed your focus. And you weren't. I needed you to sit in position and wait to hear to God, hear from God concerning me. And you didn't. You moved in the wrong direction. Why? Why did you choose another man when I am the man? Only I can fulfill your desires. Because I'm created by God to do that. Not anybody else. So why didn't you accept the invitation? And I was like, wow, God. God began to show me all of that. He showed me how we praised and interceded and prayed. 
in the midst of being hurt, in the midst of being sad, in the midst of being doubtful, still pray, still interceded, because the love cannot go anywhere. You were created to be in love with me, as I am with you. So the love can never go anywhere. No matter how much you try to run from it, hide from it, it's going to always be there because I'm created for you. You created for me. We're intertwined. And I begin to look at God. And he began to show me his entire walk during the time that I walked away. Until now. A lot of things took place. A lot of things took place. A lot of changes took place. And when I looked at that person, I didn't see the same look I saw years ago, especially regarding me. Even though I didn't hear from about you, but I still should have stayed in position to wait to hear and not move anywhere else. But that's over. I thank God for forgiveness. I don't speak about that much. Only when it's necessary. And this morning it is necessary. Because a lot of us are in that boat. And God wants you to get out that boat. Because that's not your boat to sail. Because you're headed down a wrong path. Which is a terrible storm. Many of us are in marriages we're not supposed to be in and we sit there because we're comfortable for years. 20, 30 years with someone you're not supposed to even be with. And you wonder why things not happen the way you want them to. And now that I, I made that, I went to God about that and he healed me from that. Now he's showing me who's in that boat. And I'm not pointing people out. That's not what God does. You pray about it. Because I'm going to tell you something. It goes in different ways. You can be married to someone who don't have the same spiritual values as you. But when you pray, they can have an open heart for change. And it work out for your good. Then you have those in the bunch who just don't get along at all. Then you have those who you're trying to change a person who just don't want to be changed. So which category are you? Or someone you know. Because we all have somebody we know. God's not going to give you someone that's not going to help you. He's not going to give you someone that's going to cause you to fall. That's not what he do. You know how amazing God is? He used me who messed up in the area of marriage... And been forgiven. Now he's used me to speak about it to help others. My God. See, in a natural, people would be like, who is she to listen to? If I should listen to when she made a mistake, baby, I've been forgiven. I have wronged no man. Now understand how Paul, Jesus, how Paul felt. Went from persecuting those who's preaching the gospel, love the gospel of Christ. And you went out to be one of the, one of the, not the, but one of the best mouthpieces of God this earth has ever seen. Ever seen. 
and see how God turned things around. He loves to turn things around because it wasn't even meant to be that way. Stay in position. Stay in position. Stay in position. Hallelujah. 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 I love you. And remember, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. Enjoy your day. I love you.